Welcome back to another highly exaggerated and ultra toxic mama knows best kind of episode of that strange show. We are all on cool new drugs. Zip, 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 natrosil, baby. Yeah, all right. I don't know how to say that. Zip, not the, the, the cool, fine. New, cool new drugs. It'll be fine. And let's not forget this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Get deadly.com. Also, if you've missed any past episodes, and this is your first time here. Welcome. Hit that subscribe, follow, and never, never miss a beat ever again. Sorry. Never miss a beat again. Boop. Hey, hey, Kevin. Hi. Hey, Ryan. Hi, you get it? What? Hi. Yes. Hello. Hello, Ryan. Aha. I get it. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Waka waka. So what's up, man? New episode. Uh, we're gonna get crazy today. We're gonna get to the deep, the deep core oh, of the thing. Uh, but before we get going, did you guys hear about that? The bigger your nose is, the bigger your, your schlong is. Did you guys hear about that? No. Like, like the longer, not like big, like in your on your I was face. Say, you have a pretty tiny nose. <laughs> you look like one of those dogs that like got pressed up against the glass. Uh, like, uh, like I'm a not, I'm just not ask. Is it an any? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can't uh, can't see it. But uh, I just thought I'd let you guys let you guys know so you can get that. Uh, uh, so it says here, men with long noses have bigger penises. It's a new study, so hope you guys can pass that test. So, uh, what about that crooked means. noses? Because my nose is pretty crooked. Hey, it's up to the crooked left. dick. Up to the left. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> someone posted here a uh, little little gif, little gif of uh, the guy from uh, Harry Potter. With the, no, with the no-nos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I think... Uh, What's his name? Snipe? No. Uh, Voldemort. Yeah, Voldemort. Yeah, Voldemort. What's his name? Voltron? Something like that? Yes. yes. He's a bunch of robots. Isn't he made out of robots? He is, actually. Oh, that's Knock Loose playing in the background. Sorry about that. But uh, speaking of Knock Loose, <laughs> uh, they dropped that EP a while, a while ago. Ooh. What's it called? Uh... Something uh, I forget what the name is. Something artistic. Yes. Uh, anyways, uh, the, the two tracks out is "Deep in the Willow" and uh, "Everything Is Quiet Now." Um, Kevin. Yes. Are you versed in the Knock Loose universe? No, I am not. Oh, okay. Uh, Ryan. Yes. What do you think of the new, the new uh, two new tracks? Absolutely awesome. Yes. I don't give a fuck if it's not cool to like them anymore or anything. I'm uh, that they were a band that two albums ago I was like I don't know how they're gonna progress. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like I it felt like they were at the wall for yeah. what they were doing at the time, but then they just yeah. I think went, there was even that was the we're, album we're gonna uh, introduce black metal blast yeah. beats into this and yeah we saw them live and then uh, Brian did some gutter rolls and we were like what. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, this uh, I like the companion piece too of the visuals. Very, uh, I believe it was written and directed by Brian, yeah, of, of Knock Loose. Knock Loose, very, and good. I get, I get it is right off the rip, wicked A20, uh, A24 yeah, vibes, yeah. little, little Mitsumar. Oh, yeah, like these guys like Aster. But uh, yeah, it's two uh, 
yeah, just go check it out. Pure Noise Records, uh, Deep in the Willow. Yeah, I liked them. I liked them a lot. So can't wait to see. And then that new guitar, the new guitarist Nico, doing backups, yep. adding a whole new element to the backup game. I liked. So. Yes. But yeah, Kevin, check it out. Okay. <laughs> I'll try. Also, check out Botch. Don't forget that. Put it right in there. Right, right. Right. Send it to me. Send yeah. it to you. I can't tell you the last time I actually wrote something. You don't write. I type. Uh, okay. Not well. But uh, yeah. So uh, music, long noses, big dicks, all that kind of stuff. It's been a while, Ryan. Speaking of big dicks. You're gonna push us into the next one. Yeah, speaking of big dicks, Ryan. Um, <laughs> UFOs are back on the news. The news headlines. Did you guys see that? Uh, I don't know. If it's yeah. It depends on the story. Uh, says UFO hunter claims new photos are definitive evidence that we are not alone. But uh, they look like uh, remember the movie Signs. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they look like that. So I don't know how how true it is, and I don't know what do the photos look like. It's not. Yeah, it's from British. It's from British. It's from it's from British. It's from British. Looks like uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. So nobody <laughs> British ever lied before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this says here British ufologist because you know now it's 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 come up to a there's levels to this now, so it's not just like. You know, UFO enthusiast. Yeah. Uh, He says he's a staunch alien believer, captured what he believes is a flying saucer. Yeah, staunch. Staunch alien believer. Yes, a flying saucer soaring above a Devon countryside this week. A beautiful Devon. So it says, We are not alone. Uh, He snapped the eerie images Monday of an unidentified flying object hovering over an English countryside uh, that he claims is an alien flying saucer. So he said, "It's caught my eye. A glint of uh, a glint it, of light." Is the one where he he can he zooms in on the picture and says that they're aliens sitting in the window or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's bullshit. So he says, he, "I was absolutely gobsmacked by what I was seeing." Uh, continued Mooner, who previously claimed to have been abducted by aliens. So, oh, that's that's red flag number two. Yes. Uh, except, mm, I don't know. Remember Fire in the Sky? That was fucking pretty scary. So, we don't know. I, I, I think there's something out there. But I ain't believing that dude, necessarily. Not John Mooner, a staunch. Not John Mooner. If I know anything about John Mooner, he's from the UK. Am I right? <laughs> They're all liars. Oh, this is coming from a guy who's wanted to go to the UK his whole life. Did you? I've, no, I've never been. I've wanted to go. No, that's what I'm saying. Have, I mean, have you always wanted to go to the yes. UK? Yeah. What about you, Ryan? You want to make a trip to the old Don Onda? That's not UK. <laughs> that's I Australia. I can't Much see Ryan, trip. so I don't know if this... if I, or Is anything landing? Because I can't see you. There we go. You look, you look like a... Dis- now I can't hear you on the microphone. It's, you get one or the other. <laughs> one or the other. I hate myself. <laughs> oh, man. Ryan, I can't see you, man. Good. No. Fuck you. 
good. It's the only way he's going to do the show. It's in the complete darkness yeah. from now on. You want me to get up and turn a fucking light on? Yeah, because you're Dermot Mulroney right now, bro. I can't fucking see. Just because of the writer's strike? Is that why you're doing this? Speaking of popping one open, did you guys uh, check out Monster Mag? I haven't, but I want to. Yeah. I have not. Yeah, so uh, that just so dropped. Tell us all about it. That just dropped. Uh, it is a Monster Mag magazine, independent New England horror. Uh, it's uh, put on by the, uh, or put out by the same people who uh, do the Monster Expo uh, convention. And I believe I've created a monster, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, they got uh, magazines. Uh, you can get them digital. You can get them digitally. Or you can get them uh, uh, real life, like tangibles. Uh, but if, you, if you get the physical one, do you also get a digital? Because that'd be cool. I think so. Uh, yeah, it says Monster Mag annual subscription, print plus digital access. Right now, uh, they're doing uh, twenty six dollars for the whole, the whole can caboodle for a year. Yeah, looks like. How many issues are they planning on putting out? Does it? Um, do, 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 do. That I don't know. Like, is it monthly? Is it quarterly or something? Uh, that I don't know. <laughs> Get on the phone and find out. You are call asking me all the wrong questions. Hey, call, See, this is this is why Mandy should have been here instead of me because she would know. She would. She's know. in it. Yeah, she's in. I was gonna get to that. Uh, so yeah, Mandy's Mandy's in it with a awesome little tutorial breakdown. Of, she's got her. She's got a little makeup tutorial column yeah. in there. Yeah, nice. with, uh, for the I believe uh, the zombie, I believe the zombie look, the zombie, the pop, the pop art. Yeah, zombie. Um, it, like a step by step with photos mm -hmm. of her doing it. It's cool. Um, and uh, I believe our friend Austin's in there as yeah, well. Austin Germ yeah. German. He's got a, uh, a short story. And I think it's uh, let, me, let me click on here, because if you go to monstermag.com and it's spelled out monsta, A-H mag.com uh, that you can get. We're from mass. Yeah. Monsta. Uh, you can get actually the first issue for free right now. You can view it right on their website but uh yeah there's a yeah like you said i think uh patrick's in here too right isn't patrick yeah. in here yeah well, it's cool cover art it's got cthulhu on it we got some uh yeah it's cool if you're on the website interview with a legendary lloyd kaufman in there yeah interview with them you hear me flipping the page flipping yeah the i'm page. gonna wait <laughs> hear me you hear no, me flipping? It's not interesting on a podcast. You hear, yeah, you hear me? You hear me flipping the page? I'm reading. Oh my! Oh my God! Oh my! He's God. so fucking impatient, isn't he? Who? 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 Were you fucking out? Go to monstermag.com. Make sure you check out Mandy's section and Austin's. But every there's a lot of cool people in there. Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. So, uh, also, shout out to. Uh, our buddy James Lamond for putting out the uh, the the uh, what is it beneath beneath the uh, the red umbrella beneath the yeah. red umbrella and uh, one of our very two of our very own hosts uh, were in a few episodes. Yes. Yeah. What was your episode called again, sir? Dispatch. Can you get on that mic? Dispatch. Yeah, dispatch. Uh, you played a, a police uh, 
captain. Yeah, police. A, gri- a grizzled, yeah. in his fifties, police captain. This voice, this typecasting at its finest. This already, it is the mustache. Yeah. We have a line that says, "Like I'm too old for this shit." Did you? No, I didn't. But I, but, no, I can't <laughs> say things that happen. I just almost fucking. No, I hear James, I, you know, I hear know what I did. Bro, but you I, fucking asshole! <laughs> you know what I did do? I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, the I, I do like the series. I think uh, they just dropped their last the last uh episode on that, right? The final one, yes. Yeah, no, nah, that's the one that uh, Mandy's on. Mm. Uh, that's called Brackish Waas. Yes, and that one is bizarre yeah. it's good but it's, it's good. bizarre that's my favorite episode because she did a really good job on that one nice. they all did a good job on that yeah. one yeah everybody did where, where can people go to see or listen to this stuff spotify spotify uh beneath, beneath the, the red umbrella uh, you beneath, do it beneath the red <laughs> umbrella uh yeah on spotify.com or uh spotify wherever probably wherever podcasts can be found i would think jesus yes. christ everywhere uh, they're working on season two, right? Already, I heard. Yeah, it's five episodes. I know. Right? It's five episodes right now. What uh, is that? That uh, for season one? Yeah, what? season one. There's who said anything about a season two? Yes, there's going to be a season two, and the season one was very, very, very well received. Yeah, it has. Uh, I've been seeing him get. He's praise. all over the place. He he was on that without your head podcast and all that shit. And uh, our buddies said Retro Red Octopus had him on. Yes, um, I didn't know that one. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's your first. You guys is you guys first voice acting gig. You guys. Yes. I yes I was awful. I am so amped to get in there and sing for them today. (laughs) The film is set on Halloween Eve. Uh, A small town babysitter. A small small town babysitter. The kids she's looking at. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and the kids she's looking after struggle to survive a serial killer named Abner Honeywell. Oh Abner Honeywell. Uh, so Char- Charlotte Fountain Jardim uh, from the marvelous Miss Mrs. Maisel. Uh, we got Thomas Roby from Insidious: The Last Key. Noem Perez from Grace and Frankie, and Jane. Oh, and Jason James Richter. Do you know this name from Free Willy, Ooh. bro? Holy shit, it's Jesse. Uh, Fuck it. Good. Good. I always uh, worried about him. Yeah, we couldn't be happier that our indie thriller, so it's an independent film. I can't play the thing, but the um, poster looks cool. It says Natty Knox on it. That plot just, and just sounds so great. From the director of Halloween 4. I gotta say. Comes another Halloween 4. Natty Knox. Watch it. What is it, chat? Hide your children's, hide your wives. Natty Knox is coming to town. That's a tagline right there. They missed that. Hide your children, hide your wife. All right, so all right, so we got. Don't do that for a living. Yeah, we don't. I don't. I don't even. Yeah, I don't do nothing for a living right now. (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, so sequels, right? So that was Halloween 4 was the sequel. Mm. Weird shit. The Halloween 3, the marsupials. Do you remember that fever yes. dream? With the, 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 the nuns that were like... Yes, I have the entire Howling series. You like in that? A, in a, in a, a weird collection I found at a tag sale. Tag sale? It's, it's in like a fucking... Almost like the Criterion. Really? What are those yes, things? like in the like in the fucking in the steel case. Yeah, and it's all of them. Nice. Huh. And I think I got it for a dollar. Uh, nice. And and dollars. I went and I went straight to fucking number three because that shit is fucking wild. Yeah. Uh. So then 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 there's this one. Uh, Jason goes to hell. The final Friday. Ooh, I'm gonna get shit for this, but it's yeah. one of my favorite Friday the Thirteenth. I do like that one. After it's specifically yeah. though mm-hmm. the the director's cut or the okay. un, the uncut version. The uncut. It's like, have you ever seen like the difference between the two? Uh probably, but I don't. It's like a different movie. Fucking years altogether. There's it's every death is all the way through. Like it's so gory, it's insane. Like like full body splitting open and entrails dragging and spraying shit out and choking on blood pieces. Angel, mm. I'm gonna piss my pants. Hey, look everybody, Billy peed his pants. Of course I peed my pants. Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest. Really? Yes, you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Friday the 13th, Jason Gosell, director's cut. You got to check oh. that out, right? Ryan, Ryan says. Oh, yeah. You got to check that out. Because uh, they, they uh, were coming up with, uh, you know, Off the Heels from Part 8, which is uh, one of my favorite ones. Jason Manhattan. Manhattan. But they called yes. it here. Uh, they said that the previous movie was a commercial, critical, and overall cinematic failure. And I, I don't believe that that's... Which I don't one? believe it either. I mean, uh, Manhattan. Manhattan was a complete flop. Come on, but, you know it was. But that's... You can't sit... But it's... You cannot take a horror movie or a slasher movie or something like that yeah. and apply the same rules to it as a regular fucking movie. Those aren't made to fucking... Like, how much money did Terrifier 2 make? Uh, Honestly, like 15 million. Right, and everybody lost their fucking minds that a horror movie made that much in full theaters. People forget that the an Jason movie. That the fr- that, that's the difference. That's people the, forget indie. that Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, all that shit. Those were all released in major theaters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so, and that if they kept them as like indie indie releases, stuff like that, they would have done way better. Well, maybe, yeah, probably, maybe, maybe. but the. Uh, the thing with Terrifier 2 is that it was like it, it wasn't a Hollywood movie. It was uh-huh. it was at all completely run by them. Yeah, four that, dudes. That's right. Four dudes. Yeah, and it cost two hundred fifty thousand dollars to make, and it made that much money. You know. Yeah, and now good. there's a third one coming. Oh yeah, yep. bigger money, bigger budgets, bigger, bigger, bigger. You know what? I'm I'm. I wasn't a hundred percent on the number two train. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of issues with it, but I also, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, I like the first one better, but I even had issues with that one. But it was kind of the same issues I had with this one. So it's just a matter of film style, I guess. Yeah. But uh, 
I'm excited for the third one because it's going to have all that fucking money. They already announced, I believe, a full distribution deal. Yeah. For that, like, that's going everywhere. Yeah. 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 So they're going to, that means whoever's going to put this out is going to put a shit ton of money into it. And there's already people that are talking about that they're going to be killed in it. And they're like, oh my God. It's, and then Damien would like find out, be on their podcast. And next thing you know, I'm getting killed by art in the next movie. Of course, Pete Davidson likes fucking Terrifier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Um, yeah. It makes sense for that picture that they posted like a long time ago with like, oh, we gave uh, Pete, Pete Davidson a Terrifier jacket. And it just seemed like. Oh, yeah. I didn't even remember that until you yeah. mentioned it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm. But I'm yeah. excited for it. I want to see what they. I want to see what Damien can pull off now because the ideas are there. Yeah. yeah, the budget's not there. Yeah. The ideas are there, but that's what make me makes me like the second one because I love those. I love that style horror, the splatter. Everybody knows I love a good splatter movie. Mm-hmm. I love when the ideas are bigger than what they could do because it just makes what they do that much awesome, more awesome to me. Because yeah. mm. it always ends up so goopy and gross and splattery. When you know they probably weren't intending for that to look like that. That's just what the budget gave them. So give this guy a crazy ass budget and it's going to be something better than, you know, trash bags filled with pig intestines getting sawed in half. You know, mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't fall prey. So that that's that's the thing that I always get worried about. I get worried about with sequels and, you know, we're talking about sequels and stuff like that. I'm always scared that it's going to suck and ruin everything I love, you know? Like that, that's that's the thing is it's like ah oh, shit like what if this sucks like I was I was scared for Terrifier too I'm glad I liked it as much as I did yeah. um and I mean I did like it more than the first Terrifier it's doing better than I mean the last time I saw a franchise do really well was uh, was Adam Green's franchise but that, still that didn't do anything like anything like this for, yeah. No, but it's it falls into the same thing where like the comedians are coming in and people are like, I'm getting killed by this guy. That's what that series was to me, the Victor Crowley series. Yeah. Because every one of them that was, you know, a who's who of horror actors and then right. mixing in like random like comedians and stuff right. like that. But as long as they don't just shoehorn everyone in, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, here's just a montage of us killing comedians, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. Bill, Bill but, Burr gets his fucking dick kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, show it. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah. So uh, okay, moving on the list. Leprechaun, Leprechaun in space, Leprechaun ooh. four. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, so I this, love that movie. I love the Leprechaun movies because yeah. they're fucking stupid. Yeah, it says uh, the horror. <laughs> and they movie, know what they are. Yeah, it says yeah. the horror movie version of Jumping the Shark is when the filmmakers send the previously Earthbound cast of characters into outer space. Uh, they say it's lazy, it's ridiculous. It's most likely not going to be scary, and yet sometimes it makes for a compelling watch. Dude, when you watch the leprechaun's hand floating <laughs> by the porthole, giving everybody the finger, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right up there. That's right up there when leprechaun kills a dude in the hood one, yeah, by stabbing him by smoking a bong with him, yeah, and then stabbing him in the stomach with the bong while the bong fills up with the dude's blood. Mm-hmm. And the guy blows smoke. <laughs> We're fucking great. Yeah. That's what those movies are. Mm-hmm. They're fucking stupid. Like even I don't think Warwick Davis. Nah, <laughs> I don't think I think he was just in there fucking signing checks. Just fucking yeah. give me the check. Cause they're putting out one every year 
for freaking nine, ten, twelve of them. Tell me, tell me, Jason X is on this. Uh no, I don't Should think so. I don't think it is. But uh, that's the only one of those movies that I fucking hated. You didn't like the the whole like freeze the lady's face and smash that's it. That's the best part of the movie. I did like that, but it's the it best was cool, the reason to watch that, the movie. That movie felt like it was made by the Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> I think Asylum it presents. I think it was actually. Was it? Nah, it totally know. had that like filming style, the quality of like the resolution of it, everything like it, the acting, the effects, like everything just felt so fucking even the music, the score oh. in it felt like it was sci-fi trying to do Harry Manfredi. Freddy, Freddy, whatever the fuck. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> I didn't want to correct because I didn't know the answer, but I knew it was wrong. <laughs> I know who you're, you're talking about. Manfredi? Is that Manfredini or some shit? Like Manfred that. Man. Yeah, Manfred it- Man. Uh, all right. So speaking of, of that guy, uh, Amityville 2, The Possession. I actually liked that movie. Yeah. Uh, it says inspired by, obviously, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, no, it's it's the movie they should have made the first the first one should have been that that the second one was the story of the family yeah. that where the that where the murders happened where yeah. the kid said he was possessed and killed his whole family. That's yeah. what the second one is. Yeah, because it says uh, says 1982's Amityville 2 serves as a prequel sorts to the original uh, only set in an alternate universe where all the original characters have been replaced and things are much more bizarre. It evolves from a familiar haunted house movie to a truly strange ex- exorcism flick that is likely to make viewers' stomachs churn. Uh, is this, uh, looking at the picture, that's Polly from... Polly. Polly is the fucking dad. Yeah. The family is the, the family that lives in the house is like so Italian it hurts. Yeah. yeah. And he the, play, and he's Polly in it. He's like, hey, shut, you shut your fucking mouth. Hey, stop booing. Listen to your mother. Stop booing around the house. Can you put that shotgun down? I'll give you something. I'm walking here. Walking here. Don't make, don't, make, don't, don't make me get Rocky down here. Rocky like gave up. me a robot. Yeah. The, oh, the first one scared the shit out of me. I'm just going to let you know that. The first Amityville's? When I was first it? saw it, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just the, like, the get out. And the flies in the room, like the beginning of the movie, I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. First time I saw that I was a kid, the part that fucked me up the hardest was when the fucking, when they go in and she's like, I was just talking to her. She went out the window and then they look out the window and those two little red eyes are outside the window, like dancing around and shit and squealing like a pig. That fucking. Oh, gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it gave me the fucking. Remember, it's like, la, 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 la. Oh fuck like that. The, the flies in the get out scared me so much that it took me multiple tries to get past that part. Like oh, I wow. just like all right and I took it out. <laughs> are you talking about the, are you talking about the good old yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But the priest? <laughs> all I can think of is fucking scary movie two where he's fucking <laughs> taking the shit. All <laughs> oh, the flies <laughs> can, we can we all agree that that's the best scary movie? Yeah, oh, yeah, that is that is one. Oh yeah, uh, there's a 3D printable uh, strong hand, by the way. Oh, you got one? No, but it's out there. <laughs> it's I'll a, get it. It's out there. Uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Speaking of uh, 3D printable hands, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. Ugh. I, lo- I, <laughs> I love. I love that reason. Movie. I love this. 
Is that the uh, is that the one with uh, it's a, what's yeah. fucking it? Matthew yeah. McConaughey yeah, with right, his bionic right, leg right. that yeah. they control and, with a TV and what remote. In it too, right? Or Renee, Renee, Zell- Renee Zellweger, yeah, the fucking yeah. stanky leg. I love <laughs> that movie's so fucking like over the top. It is, and uh, that's where they—that's the one where they. I, th- I think that's the one where they reveal that the family works for the government. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, think. I try to block, like, considering I have—I I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I like a majority of that franchise. I, I'm, I'm done. I, I don't. It doesn't exist to me. After two, that's the fun in that series, though. Is that this is a series remember, of not giving a flying fuck? Where, which was okay. So you guys said you earlier got a today, on it, it's a Texas chainsaw. <laughs> earlier today, you guys were saying like how the Tim Burton fucking Batman series went to shit. That's what, that's what happened. See, but we still love it, right? We still, no. I, or at least for me, <laughs> Dude, I, like, I like, love, I love Texas Chainsaw Three. Yeah, you, and you, that one, he suddenly has a child in that one. Yeah. They're like this is this is Bubba's daughter, and she's just like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, or no, she's like normal. She's like, yeah, my dad's a big giant dummy. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) that's uh, you met you met him right? Um, Yes, part three. Oh hell yeah, my Haloff. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's the one. Remember that whole thing with Ghost Adventures? I don't give a flying fuck. Nobody, nobody watches. I'm like the only person that still watches that. He flat out said that show was scripted. I asked him straight up. Oh yeah, there's been multiple. Uh, what one of the guys that used to be on the show released a, a thing about it. Oh yeah, no, he just he's like I'm like it's all scripted. He's like oh yeah, well they give you a thing and they're like do whatever they do, react however they react. Ooh. He's Ooh. like so if they're like they're like oh god, do you hear that? You're supposed to be like oh shit. What is that? Oh and I'm like, gosh. I'm like, really? And he's like, and that's why Zach Bagans owns two Maseratis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we uh, take a little break here, make sure to check out our friends in the UK. Uh, we're talking Windmill Home Entertainment, bringing the independent and alternative movies from around the world to you. WindmillHomeEntertainment.com. Woo! Very pretty. Is that the type of girl you're attracted to? I am so sorry for what your daddy passed down to you. I wanted a child. I'm visiting my mother tomorrow. Do you ever wish that she was dead? What? Bo? Are you on your way? I'm on my way. I just... It's not safe, is it? I sincerely doubt that. I'm sure you'll do the right thing, sweetheart. From his darkest fears comes the greatest adventure. Venture forth, brave boy. Who's got big balls? Bo's got big balls. You're fucked, pal. Following the sudden death of his mother, a mild-mannered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic Kafka-esque odyssey back home. Bo is afraid is a 2023 American surrealist tragic comedy horror film written and directed by Ari Aster, who also serves 
as a co-producer. The film stars Joaquin Phoenix as the title character, Bo Wasserman. Wasserman. I don't know. What's up in menu with you? Wasserman. Do you know Wasserman is uh, German for water? Waterman? Waterman? Waterman. It's it's generally adopted as a Jewish name. You're not talking into the microphone. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) It's generally adopted as a Jewish name. No, you heard me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just sounded like you were at the end of a hallway. Yeah. At the end of the hallway. All right, so we're talking magic of a condenser mic. Uh, so we're talking about Bo is Afraid, uh, 2023. Uh, Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, we know him, right? He was great when uh, Mel Gibson told him, "Swing, swing away, swing life away." In Signs, he was also great in Eight uh, Millimeter as the underground. Uh, uh, what what. What do we what do we call that? He was the position? porn shop proprietor. Yeah, yeah, but he was like the king of the underground for Nicolas Cage. Like, you want a snuff film, bro? I got snuff films, bro. But when my boy Joaquin, that would be a snuff film dealer. Yeah, and then he's like, but when I, you don't want to go down that path, bro. You don't want to go down that road. <laughs> sure, I go down that road of the snuff films, and then like, come to daddy came on, and I was like, fuck yeah. But then it was a very tragic movie. But uh, and then he was awesome in uh, the Joker. Yes. Which uh, you know, when he says that line, he's like, "You just wouldn't get it," and I was like, "You're right. No one's gonna get this film. They're gonna be like, this is the worst DC movie to ever exist, outside of Batman versus Superman." That's wrong. <laughs> That's the wrongest thing you said today. That's the, that is the wrongest thing I said. Uh, and then we got Young Bo. Uh, young young Bo Wasserman, he had the crazy chin, AI looking face, right? Didn't he? Just have kid looking kid. He, yeah. I guess he kind of looked like what Joaquin Phoenix would have looked like as a kid. Yeah, I guess without the uh, without the lip. Without the, the, uh, the scar. Yeah, he didn't have the hair lip. Um, mm-hmm. So we got, and then we also got Patty Lupon, uh, uh, who plays his his Mata, um, his Mata, uh, but she's uh, Broadway. Broadway uh, alum. I've seen her in a bunch of stuff before yeah. as well. Yeah, she was in uh, <clears throat> yeah a lot of shit. Oh. Uh, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, War Paint, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber, Fleet Street. Okay. Uh, but this was on uh, Broadway. Uh, Broadway. Broadway. Um, let me see what else she was on here. Wow, she's got a lot of work. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work. Uh, driving, driving Miss Daisy, uh, Summer of Sam. She was she played uh, Helen, um, that David Berkowitz, John Leguizamo vehicle. You guys remember that? What was it called? Yes, Son of Summer Sam. Of Sam. Summer, oh, okay. Some, Summer, Summer of Sam. That was Summer. a Spike Lee movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we got her. We got we got all the all the patties. There's a lot of people in it. Yeah, we yeah. got Zoe Lister Jones as. Uh, oh, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> as a young Mona. Uh, Mona. Yeah, uh, Amy Ryan, which we know her. Where do we know her from? Ryan. A lot of things. The Office. She yeah. dated Michael Scott. Yeah. Yes. And The Wire. I never saw The Wire. Oh, oh you son of a bitch! She was in Capote. You guys know that Capote? Yeah. I, no, you, you, sure. 
I haven't seen it, but that was uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman again. He just keeps fucking sucking Philip Seymour Hoffman's dick tonight. Hey, listen, he's a great actor. Gone too soon. R.I.P. That's why I mentioned Punch Truck Love. Um, anyways, you motherfucker was. He says with such fucking disdain. <laughs> uh, all right, we can't we can't leave this guy off. He played Roger Nathan Lane. Yeah, which I was uh, not surprised to see him in this, but the people that were honestly, in this movie, honestly, he was the hook for me for this movie. When I was like, "Is that fucking Nathan Lane?" Mm-hmm. All right, I gotta, I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta see this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We gotta see Nathan Lane. Uh, he played a husband in this, and a uh, doctor and a doctor. Uh, but we know Nathan Lane, right? What do you know him from? The fucking Birdcage. Yes, Birdcage. Timon from. Lion King. Yeah. I mean, no worries. Uh, all the rest of us. Yep. That's it. That's all, that's <laughs> that's it. all I got. Life with Mickey. With Mikey, I mean. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, a bunch of shit. Um, who else is? <laughs> I know he's wicked famous. I know that. Yeah. He's a, Oh, the producers. Yes. Oh, yeah. There you go. With, uh, what's his face? Ferris Bueller. The, the murderer. <laughs> He's married to uh, a horse. Yeah, he killed two people in Ireland getting roadhead from the girl that played his sister at Ferris Bueller. Yeah, no. uh, face it. And then he went home. Dancing. He did so that's uh, that's a that's a Kennedy move, isn't it? That is. Uh, but he also got convicted of it. Yeah. Uh, we saw this one. I was like, "Ooh, Parker Posey." I love Parker Posey. Yeah, same here. Parker um, Posey was a. Uh, Quite naked in this movie. I was shocked by it's, it. Yes. That's not the first time. Um, no. I don't follow her that close. The only other thing I remember her from is fucking Scream. Um, well, she was also in, uh, She didn't she do some of those gave it, uh, gave it, Jesus Christ, my my words are all being messed up. David, uh, what's his face? Uh, like Best in Show. Uh, David Guest. Yes, David Guest. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. she was. She did some of his movies. Yeah, Best in Show. Uh, we got Scream Three. We got you've got mail. We got uh, Clock Watchers, Day Trippers, Basquiat, Suburbia. Remember that uh, with the big, and then obviously the Doom Generation. You remember that movie? No. You don't remember Doom Generation with uh, No. Rose McGowan, James Duvall. No. Hmm. You should check it out. It's a Criterion collection. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, we we got now I have to you have to uh, and she Michael, was Michael Shannon said so yeah uh, she was also in Days Then Confused uh, she played, oh fuck yeah no yeah she was the she was one of the bitches yeah she played Darla Darla and then she was Stephanie in Coneheads oh, oh shit that's going back I don't even wait, remember that wait the fucking wait who's Stephanie the daughter no not that one uh, oh, that was right, uh, she just played Stephanie <laughs> a friend. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was a friend. I like Parker Posey. Yeah, I do. She was good. She was good in this. Uh, yep. She was also in Blade Trinity. Do you remember that? No, I don't no. think anybody does. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I remember. Uh, and then this guy here, where I was like, "Holy shit!" I remember this guy from Devs, uh, Stephen McKinley Henderson, as the therapist. The oh yeah, yeah. Fucking very creepy. Creepy, I mean, smiley. 
Can we talk about the fucking movie, please? Why? I just want to talk about the people. Well, hey, no, they, we're done with the people. Other, let's mention one other person. You never even see his face. Oh, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yeah, That's Bill it. Hader. Which, which I, I actually love that, and I don't understand. Like I don't understand why. Because fuck you. Because, but it's because <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Like Pretty we're much. gonna put Bill, like here's Bill Hader, but you can't see him yeah. because like, it, the way he like intentionally like looked like he was making sure. Yeah. yeah. He was blot like he was standing weird and shit. Yeah, because uh, I remember when I saw because when they showed Bill Hader's character like in that little clip, uh, the voice was different than the voice that he was talking to on the phone, which uh, he was ch- like he was changing it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Bo is afraid. We like Joaquin. We like all the people in here, uh, even Michael Gandolfini, which is James you know, Gandolfini's son. Yeah. Um. So was this movie awesome? Yes. 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 I do I do declare this movie to be awesome. Uh initial thoughts when I first heard this come out was I Ariaster obviously. Uh hereditary Mitsumar type of deal, you know. Can can he tell a different kind of story though? You know what I mean? Cuz we got hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh cuz hereditary was, you know, cold supernatural type bullshit whatever. And then Midsommar was more of the cold. But then we see, uh, like, a a thing with his storytelling, which is, like, the trauma, the, f- the family thing, family as cult type of deal. Um, so I thought that this, it delivered for me. Um, because as it starts, like, you know, and me and you talked before because you're like, oh, you know, let's cover this. And I was like, oh, it's been on my list for a while now. Um yeah, let's do it. And then, you know, you're like, oh, um, take it at face value and whatnot and all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, I could see, obviously, the exaggerated, like, um, world, you know, turned up all the way up to dial to, you know, through Bo's eyes, you know. But by the end of the film kind of been manipulated his whole fucking life you know what i mean mm. so it's just but uh you know what did you guys think i absolutely loved this movie yeah um watched it i watched it literally the next day in the morning when i woke up because i'll admit i was very high when yeah. i went <laughs> when i went into the first screen i was like you know what this will be a great movie. just going off the trailer this will be a great movie to get baked and watch now, halfway through the movie, I'm like, I'm so fucking pissed. <laughs> I fucking, I'm this high. I'm like, this shit is, it just, it was fucking with me. Yeah. And I couldn't, like, it was almost like you have to pay attention. Yeah. Was a lot. So when I watched it sober in the morning, it was like a whole nother movie, but it still had this, but it still had the skin crawl. Yeah. Want me to, the whole movie is just, it's like, it's, it's anxiety like personified yeah down to but, the and then sound design everything even just the everything. noise like turned all the way up like it was but and i love and 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 there's just like i love the little things uh, strewn throughout the film that the little fantastical things that happen in it like my uh the one that caught me the most off guard was the neighbor with the fucking with the note under the door yeah. to turn your music down. But then that final note just shoots mm. yeah. 
all the way across the apartment and stops right in front of him. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, nope, nope. Something with the pills. Like, <laughs> the fucking... Um, the cool new drugs? I, the cool new drugs, bro? Cool new drugs. Take him with water. Yeah. Take him with water. Yeah, water. Just do it. Um, But it was like... It's really hard for me to fucking describe. Like, the movie was just... It was so surreal. Yeah. But it also, like... I feel like I'm still processing it. Same. A little bit. Like, it's... Like, I keep going back and forth on, like, my idea of what was going on in the movie because there's... I guess you could peel at this a little bit and find some layer to it. But when you watch it at face value, you just watch it play out. It's... It's, I mean, how in-depth are we going on this? Um, I don't want to do too many crazy spoilers because I do want uh, anybody that, you know, listens to the show. It's really hard for me to talk about without yeah. mentioning specific things. Um, but we can we can, we can, can mention some of the stuff because there is some of the... It's, oh, I, feel ahead, like, I feel like there's a ton of misdirection mm-hmm. in the movie, intentional misdirection, yeah. where all the way down to when you see it just when they go to where he lives... Yeah, mm. and it's just so fucking like maniacal with fucking just straight on fights in the street, yeah. and fucking naked stabbing people, and I believe it. I believe there's just a body just yeah. decomposing. Yeah, to the to the tattooed guy fucking it's, chasing him yeah, like violently. Yeah, it's like so it's that shot of him just come booking in. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, who's he looking at? And then it's a bow breaks through the the smog. But then I'm starting to think, like, as I'm watching that, like, immediately off the top of my head, I'm like, this is what he sees. This isn't what's really happening. This is what he sees with his anxiety. Yeah. But But by the end of the movie, I'm sitting there, like, wondering, like, what did I see? actually Hmm. playing out like it fucking it got in my head a little bit and made me kind of question i had this whole narrative Mm -hmm. up until you got to the cold not even the culmination i guess the big revelation towards the end of it yeah um i'd say around the funeral all of that all of that that transpired yeah um i was completely questioning everything like when he's walking through the house and if you're paying attention you're noticing like things as he's going through, I don't know if you guys caught any of the stuff yeah, yeah. that was like hanging up and things like that. And by the time, and before like it gets, cause that movie goes fucking zero to 60, <laughs> maybe zero to a hundred. At one I would point. say a hundred, zero to a hundred before we even got to that shit. I had already like my whole view on the story was decimated yeah. and I was questioning like what the reality was in the whole scenario. Yeah. If that makes it's like I said, it's really hard to like. No, it communicate is communicate it without saying things. Yeah, no, it is because like because it does reveal things. Yeah, because like want people to know there is mystery. Yeah, because like we can go right off of the trailer because I mean some of the like the trailer shows like all the you know the pandemonium stuff you're talking about and like even when that when I was talking about it um, with my wife, uh, you know, it was like you know this is like how he's he's scared of like the the weird guy coming up and asking for help so it's like exaggerated to like please help me please help me please help me and like that's what that's what he 
feels and hears when that person approaches him or like the weird tattoo guy like always oh, gonna chase me into my building so like he does chase her into the building and like all this shit and like even with something as menial as like leaving the door propped open and like that being a huge fear of like all the weirdos are gonna get into my building and then like actualization you know i just, you know, just want to inter interject on this a little bit just so everybody knows when we're done recording this we're going to talk about this because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're all kind of sitting here. Like I see Kevin, like putting what he's going to say yeah, together I, without I, I, the thing is that there's, there's certain things that I definitely want to talk about it unfiltered. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, hear you. I, 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 one of the things, I mean, I, I also enjoyed it a lot. It's one of the, it's, I can totally see myself watching it again, probably yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it, it is something that like, um, I really like, even just from a visual standpoint, like, they reuse the same colors in some stuff. Like, even though it's like some of it's like really just slap in the face and other times it's very subtle. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it's just like these pastel colors keep showing up, you know, kind of deal. And then like, it, it just visually, it, it's almost like different movies. Yeah. Um, I do have to admit, I was also a little on the influence at one point while watching this. And it was during the, um, like the play, let's yeah. just oh, say. Forest, the forest part. Yeah, and I was just like, and I was just like, like fixed on that screen. I was just like, this yeah. is amazing. <laughs> like and I was, just yeah, and that's what my wife says. She's like, this was like four movies in one. Yeah, and like totally you know, the runtime being three hours, like afforded that that movement. You know what I mean? And I think there's supposedly a, like a four hour, four and a half hour cut. Yeah, there's there's going to be a giant cut of this coming. Yeah, maybe so, it was Bill Hader's face. Yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, like you said, I just feel like he's not a great. He's not a reliable storyteller in this. So, like, if we were watching it through his eyes, like we have, like you said, I don't know what I'm, what's actually real, what's actually not, or like what is cemented in some realism, like because it could be, you know, the one, the one thing that is, is the water was the constant throughout the whole film like you know it was like the whole um subconscious thing and like this is the layers that we we could, we could get into um but I, I totally forgot about that whole scene when he was in the boat i yeah. totally forgot about that until you mentioned the water i'm like oh shit yeah that's yeah. right that was crazy yeah so like the whole i don't know i just feel and then like when yeah okay we'll, we'll save that for our uninterrupted uh yeah unfiltered talk but uh yeah, I just from yeah, start to cover Bo. Let's cover Bo is afraid. It'll be great conversation. Yeah, well, yeah, it is though. It's it's. I mean, it's something that I think could easily. I mean, unless you're really seeking out Ari Aster stuff, and even if you are, it doesn't look like hereditary. It doesn't look like no. it's summer at all. So it's yeah. like. So maybe, I, Ryan, you want you want to you want to go into spoiled territory? You want to get into it? Now people uh, people are listening. If if you say spoilers from here on out, you can you know you need to shut up. Yeah, we oh God, we want please. you to watch the movie. Watch the movie. Yeah. So uh, we will get. Let the, no, this is just, this is spoilers. Spoil. Go ahead. Hold on. Three, two, one. Spoilers are now. Yeah. All now, right. Now. So my it's it's this movie put me into like theory territory. Yeah. Like I was sitting here like watching this like trying to like. 
like I was saying, like it was breaking up like my idea of reality, what the reality is that this is transpiring in. Yeah. And um, oh shit, I'm high and I'm about to start. <laughs> yeah, hey, Here we go. Hey, bring those big balls out, bro. All right. Oh, so just that alone, yeah. In the revelation, like I said, in the stuff that's like all over the walls that he's looking at, and we see that whole sheet of employees. Yeah. And every single person that we have seen in that movie so far was on that sheet. I am pitching this to you. All of the stuff that we watched, like like what he was seeing in his Mm day-to-day, that was real. Yes. And And it was being staged by the mom. That's why they showed that the mom owned the fucking building that he was living in. But, I mean, it was so... I took the movie as like a, like a really psychotic, crazy level of Munchausen syndrome. Yes, hundred percent. Like she was like the shit on the walls, dude. Like there's room. Like when he could, I couldn't. I couldn't help but crack up watching this fucking movie mm. when he needs the water and the water's across the street and yeah. he watches. Every single person in that neighborhood go to his fucking apartment. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm when he there, propped like, up in the fucking door. Like it's by design. Like they won't like they know what the worst case scenario is. And of mm-hmm. course the worst case scenario is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I said in the beginning where I said, like, from start to finish, we we know that he's been manipulated this whole time. Because like, dude, all right, so okay, so Let's break this down. So, so from the beginning, we have all the fantastical shit. All this stuff happened. You just mentioned, yep. like, all the craziness. And then he is basically forced because he's on his way to see his mom. And right. she's real disappointed because her key, his keys got stolen and all this shit. Which the your fucked pal guy ends up being the fucking, like, cater director at the funeral. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, you start seeing all the breadcrumbs fucking start putting together the big loaf but then like you know he's forced out of the apartment through these like you know crazy like manipulations and like you know moving forward and all that stuff and then down to like getting hit by the car getting picked up by the fucking roger and grace like pass the test like all this crazy shit all everything in his apartment is mw it's owned by the fucking mom. The food's fucking manufactured. The fucking doctor giving them the crazy pills. Like, do you do you think that them hitting him with the car yeah. and taking him essentially they took him hostage? Yes, I think that. Do you think that that was a delay tactic from the mom because he she didn't want him to come because of the whole setup and the whole fake fake death and everything because he is the one that noticed remember he was like the red spot yeah yeah so like the fact that she was like everything was set up to stop him from coming and she designed the whole anxiety thing to just completely control this dude and he finally showed balls and said i'm coming and she has him hit with a fucking car and taken hostage by these people to keep her fucking um to keep her fucking uh or him away from her being buried because the longer he's gone he eventually she was going to get buried but buried shamefully yeah no i see i and i then, took it and then the, the lawyer was on the other side of that because yeah. wasn't it wasn't it a judgment 
Yeah, yeah, but the, the end of that, that was the lawyer pitching one side and one side pitching the other. Yeah, which him. was basically like, you know, money bought lawyer and a court appointed by the end of it. But he's um, the one going, you got to get here. You need to come right now, right now. And then everybody else is like, no, 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 tomorrow, tomorrow. No, because right. it, Nathan Lane gave him a choice. Nathan Lane gave, gave him a choice. So, like, that was the whole thing. Like, even the daughter saying, like, oh, you're going to pass it. You know, don't incriminate yourself. The Grace saying, don't incriminate yourself. Uh, <clears throat> the daughter saying, like, you're not going to pass the test. Like. The whole fucking shebang like he was supposed so basically what it was and then when she said at the end like you've always d done things to reject my love my love bombs so that's the narcissistic fucking controlling aspect of the mother where like and this is what i was saying about the trauma bond no the trump the the family is cult and like the trauma and all that stuff the generational trauma which when she says that, like, my mother never even looked at me, never touched me. I promised to do the opposite. So like the love bombing and all this stuff, but then claiming that like, you know, I gave up my life and like all this stuff while still being a fucking highly successful, like businesswoman to the point where she can control a fucking human's life and right, right. pay, have someone take an, an insane amount of money to be a part of a plan to get my head smashed in as long as like you take care of my family like that's insane to still hmm. be like fuck you like you never loved me when like this dude has just fucking been used as a weapon and a tool for yeah. her fucking amusement or you know as like because there was even hints of like him being used as prob probably son against the father and then being told that the father was dead and then how she told him that his father died it was just a fucking ejaculating dick inside me and that's it that's and that his life was over now now that you touched on that do you think that the dick dad yeah was real uh up in the and attic? the dick dad cuz <laughs> that was yeah. That was a thing when that because uh, Mandy watched it. Uh, I got too high and I did end up falling asleep before I got to the end of it. Yeah, long the long fucking movie. Yeah, three hours. Um, yeah. But so she when she had seen the ending. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like sitting there watching this and they're going to the attic and I, she like grabs my arm and I'm like, what? And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm and then just I was just what the fuck? That was <laughs> my reaction. That was my reaction. Um, I wasn't I, speaking at all. I do I do not think that Dick Dad was real. None of that. I think uh, I think the I think the uh sickly man in the corner was yeah. possibly dad the whole time and there was never a brother. I okay. I think because he remembered like uh someone being put up there when he was a kid and he like he never met his dad up like apparently yeah. so unless the memories changed over time, but okay. so I was going to ask. Like, if you I saw thought him. he saw himself being put up there. Is yeah. how I saw. That's that. what I was going to say because like because the just, kid the, they looked exactly alike. Yeah, because yeah. what happens sometimes when like you're in in like a traumatic experience or like an abuse type deal, like you have like out of body experiences, 
So mm-hmm. like that's why she she kept saying it's not a fucking dream, it's a memory. Like I have put you up here. Mm. And I feel like that's where Brave Bo went to go be shackled. The uh the the memory of his dad. He only knew about him being just a reproductive system. So it's like a dick and balls. But also that could be Bo's dick and balls because of the manhood that he doesn't have and you know not and that's his manhood locked up up there you know what i mean i was trying to tie into when he was being kind of held hostage and he he mentioned like that his balls were hanging very like low yeah we should probably have that checked like i was like uh this there's gonna be something there um so you think that like, do you think that everything that happened, like in the in the forest, uh, was also part of the whole thing, or do you think that was? I think that was. I think that was part of the whole thing. Okay. I think it was all. I honestly, I think she set him up on it, it's It's like the reveal on this is like they knew everything about him. They knew his psyche in and out. They knew how to. It was almost. A, it was almost. It was a person by design. Yeah. Like all the way down to his memory as as a kid on the boat with the girl and everything. So to me, that girl worked for her already. Yeah. It was revealed that the girl was Parker Posey. I think every interaction that this dude had was controlled by the mom, who's revealed later to be like the queen of some cult. But I, I think all of it was done by his batshit, rich as hell fucking mother. Yeah. I think that... Um... For me, I took the the play scene, the play area, and all that stuff because that's when we see like a break in the, uh, I guess like a psyche type of deal where he sees himself as a young man, like a more successful and more like cohesive and like getting shit done type of deal, but still gets his family ripped away from him, and then he's been fighting his whole life. I think that that happened when he got remember he got knocked out. Yep. So I think that was all like him, like all internal, like fucking knocked out vision instead of that's why when it comes back out of that, he's right out onto the woods with the fucking like hitchhiking. So like that's back to like real life. And that's why it's mm. like, a, but I think I yeah. really did like uh, like just like the, the whole like realization. He's like, oh, my son's blah, 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 blah. And he tells him the whole like this is true like yeah it's like yeah. how were we born like yeah. how were we conceived? He's that like, was so fucked <laughs> yeah he's like if you've never been with anybody that he's just like and then that's when he like wakes up like right after that like mm. this dude comes and fucking decimates the whole fucking thing jeeves uh which was another part was fucking it was just like jeeves rip him apart yeah but, um uh, Let's we got to touch on the traumatic sex scene, yeah, in this movie. Yeah. It has to be mentioned because this shit that shit like stuck with me for, mm-hmm. for a few minutes after that happened. That was so ridiculously the whole the whole scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been convinced. I mean, this is his mom in his fucking head. Yeah, his mom has him convinced that if he has sex, he will die. Because of what some mystery heart condition that his father had or something. Murmur. 
yeah. murmur. His father, his father, and his, yeah. And, and he met a little girl on a boat when he was a kid who was, I wanted to punch that kid in the fucking face. That little girl was the most obnoxious loudmouth ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing she was always a character breaker. Because they came rip. She comes running into his room in the middle of the night. They're going to take me away from you. Wait for me. All of this shit. And they're dragging her away screaming. Yeah. I mean, that could have been by design, too, just to see what he did. Yeah. Because she even asked, like, so do you think she's the one? Yeah. Like, yeah. The weirdest fucking conversation yeah, ever. Yeah, I thought, mom. yeah, during that scene, I thought, I thought she was going to kiss him. Yeah. I thought it was going to go some fucking way darker path than that that was that was fucking interview with the vampire close <laughs> yeah it was like, like that was fucking pillow gonna, talk with your yeah, kid i was like holy fuck don't go to um, i was like please don't go to <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah broken. that was me i'm like please don't fuck your kid yeah i was like oh no <laughs> so she tells him that he'll die if he'll ever have sex he never has sex his entire life until she pops up at the fucking funeral at the end looking good Looking Parker Parker Posey-ish. Yeah. And uh, they pretty much just right out the gate straight yeah. for it. She's like, oh, the, you, well, the you second you, for me? Yeah, the second, like, she's like, oh, that's cute. I'm, I'm going to fuck the virgin. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck. But, yeah, that's the thing, too, is it's like, I may, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, obviously, that was a test as well, because she was obviously not, you know, responding him like, like he was to her, and, you know, he could have been like, oh, okay, no, good to see you. And like, but uh, he's just, no, 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 I've been waiting this long. I'm going to do some shit, you know, but, um, uh, yeah. And then he's getting scared while they're boning. Yeah. You can see like, oh, God, uh, no. Well, he tells her, he tells her, he's like, it's the calm All right. All right. Uh, okay. And then stop. Slow and then down. He, slow. And then oh. he nuts. He nuts and realizes he's wasted his life. Dude, mm. that's that oh, post nut. The post nut clarity that Bo had, <laughs> like my fucking mother. <laughs> but to reveal that that bitch died on his dick with but, the scariest face. Okay. I don't think I don't think it was real. Let me ask you a question. I, oh, that's I was, what I was gonna say. I how was, long? How quick does rigor mortis set in? That's because what I said. Like, I said yeah. she's frozen, fucking stiff, all that stuff, right? And then. The way the mom says, I couldn't rem- like, like hear clearly what the mother said, but she said, "Get that feed out of here." So yeah, like, they just carried it into another room. Yeah, they, they carried her into another room now, because I was thinking, I, I was like, "Oh, did he just jerk off and imagine Parker Posey?" Like, because he he sees what she looks like now from the TV, so he can he can fill that 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 picture. I don't yeah. think so. But this movie, I think it really fucking happened. So you think it was Parker? But how did she get like all mannequin too in the city? Like, I don't, I don't. I mean, Parker, is it yeah. that hard to fucking act stiff? That's all she had to do was like her whole body was in a flex. Yeah, but it seemed yeah. like a. And when they picked it, when, but when they yeah. picked her up and moved her, yeah. her limbs hung. Like they didn't Probably stay. Didn't. No, it was like dangling weird. No, it was it was like a straight was, yeah. like a mannequin. Maybe he fucked a sex doll. And that's well, what I'm, I'm thinking. thinking maybe it was a robot. Or, yeah, that's uh, what I said. It's a robot. She's got money. A robot. Yeah. Or uh or, it, a malfun- real it malfunctioned because he wasn't yeah. supposed yeah. to nut yeah. in it. So much. It busted right through. He fit he well, failed. That's what she he said. failed that experiment. Yeah. That's what she oh. said. I felt that. I felt yeah. that. I felt right that through. fucking <laughs> 
Uh, uh, Taco Bell. He just literally, as soon as she fell off, the, I was like, oh my God, she's dead. And I was like, wait a minute, why is her leg still like that? Like, yeah. it wouldn't be like that. Um, how did Kevin, how did you feel on the reveal that it wasn't the mom in the coffin? I thought did I was, you, I mean, like, did you like see that coming at all? I didn't. Not at all. And I'm remembering that correctly, right? Because I do smoke weed. Um, was the red spot on the hand? Yeah, it was Martha, <laughs> which was was she mentioned, which he mentioned on the boat right. as a He's kid. Like, I, I knew I knew you weren't dead. Yeah, and like, oh, like well, how'd you know that? Yeah. So I, I mean, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't because ex- also too, it seemed like he was almost standing up for himself. Yeah, at that point. Which, uh, yeah. Maybe because he realized, oh, she's been fucking with me this whole time, or whatever. Yeah, like, and that's what he did. But the well, he saw the pictures. If he's when you watch him go down the staircase, yep. the photos of him get older, all the way up to shit that we watched happen. Right. Yeah. Like when he got valence photos. Of when him. he got the phone call that she was dead, that was yeah. in his apartment. That was a over the like, yeah. overhead shot of him in his framed apartment. on her wall. Yeah, like look at him suffering for my. Like that's why I think he was always just a fucking. He was an experiment. Oh, I I I agree. I totally agree, but that all, I didn't think any of that until towards the end, until that moment. Like, that's what I'm saying to you. The yeah. whole time I was watching that movie, up until that moment, I was convinced that we were just watching this dude be a fucking lunatic yeah. who possibly got kidnapped by some creepy people that were trying to, dude, the paint scene. Yeah. Aster's got a knack for at least getting one death in a movie. Dude, fucking I, unreal. To, to I watch said transpire. that's what I said to 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 my wife. I said, I turned to her. I said, Do you think you could die from like, like I know like chemically, but like she's like, Yeah, of course. Like think about Dude, like think about shit. like how you can't throw that up or like get nope. that out of your esophagus. Like you're gonna suffocate and die. Like by the chemicals and all that shit but but it was like the colors they picked yeah. and the fucking like the way her head it's everybody's oh, face the thing i loved about like the acting in this was a lot of not everybody but specific actors had these like exaggerated facial expressions mm-hmm. that added this like her dead body had that like the crazy fucking like the eyes looked like they were gonna yeah. shoot out of the head the therapist yeah that guy i would not want that dude to be my therapist. Dude, just I wouldn't that, be in the same room with him. When, like, when he fucking found out always, when he found out that he was getting fucking double crossed by a therapist, he was like, Oh, why the fuck <laughs> would you do that to me? Like, he's just like he was like, fuck it. He's like, yeah, I, I do want. And then she's like, oh, let's play clip number 35 from October fucking 6th. Yeah. That's my favorite one. He's like, I just want the fucking truth. Mm. Like, you're never going to get the truth, bro. You know why? Because your mother is crazier than you are. Like, mm. She made that, him that No, she did. And that was like the whole thing. Like, you little shit. All this stuff. And like, everything I felt like that she took as like a rejection or like all this stuff is like regular kid shit. You know what I mean? Like getting scared that you're gonna get in trouble after you you hear your parent like yell for you like yeah of course like you know but she's like oh you you made me fall and break my ankle and fucking all this shit like you gave me 
two CDs. She mind fucked him. You gave me two CDs back to back. You piece of shit. Like constant guilt trip. Yeah, everything. Like, like you're not coming. And then like just not. fucking like yeah, of course you're not. Don't worry about it. Bye. And he's like, no, let's fix this. Bye. And just like crushing. And he's like, look, I, I gotta go see my mom. I gotta go see my. You know what I mean? It's just like. It's like they were constant. It's it's that's why everything played into that when they when they had him in that boat in front of that whole room of people. Yeah. I still don't understand who the dude on the far end was that got fucking pushed. It was that his was, That was his what? his court appointed lawyer. This oh, is Jesus. okay. So yeah. okay. So let's okay. So we're here because right? he was wrong in something, right? Yeah. Let's let's wrap this up then, like because we're here because there's a lot of yeah. nuances. Like we went into spoiler territory, but there's a plethora of shit for you to fucking and grab onto visually yeah it, you know so i want to i want to go and rewatch it and look for other things yeah so yeah. okay so we got that scene right face plant and then that's it right yep he leaves the premises with the craziest look on his face real like i was, I was like what? what the fuck is going on right and then like gets on the boat and takes off right so that chasm that he goes through that i felt i think that that is all in his mind that never that's not like a thing mom never came back cohen didn't do any of this stuff i, I felt that was a judgment trial and by bo himself do you think he commits suicide I think he, not a suicide, but I think he got to the point because the boat kept, I can't go any further with this load. I can't move any further where I am here. This is, this is, so like he couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. This is the judgment, the internal lies thing. Like, let's see my faults and drowned so in his own that, psychic. So do you think? being in the arena that he floats into yeah surrounded by every fucking person i'm yeah. guessing from his life yeah or judgmental do, yeah do you think any of that was real no i agree with you yeah i don't think any of that i took shit. that whole thing as a metaphor yeah it's it was i do him. think i personally think he killed himself I think he went as far as he could and he drowned himself. Yeah, hmm. I think I think he didn't. I, he could have drowned for sure because obviously he's riding off into. But I think that that part, which then culminates into what happened on the with the boat. Um, I, I think it was more like the same constant thing of the water, because throughout yep. the film, he's 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 in need of water for either the pills all this stuff but he's also in peril with water so like and it's 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 a suffocating like drowning feeling like you know and then up until that point like when you realize he looks up and there's a dawning on him that like no matter what i fucking do or say like i don't have a choice like there's it's too far gone the mental break, that whole thing, the twisted face, the whole fucking realization. It's just like my whole life has been a fucking joke. And like, that's the that's the symbolism of like fucking fuck me up, fam. Like, I'm done. 
You know what I mean? Like mentally, and that's why I was just like pfft, such a like crushing end to it. Like there's no, and then like the whole thing, and like there's even like a section that I thought I heard like the moms crying for Bo, but it was like fading so fast, and like just like all these little voices. And if you notice, show's over. What happens before the show is even done and wrapped? People are already walking out of the fucking. So it's like. It was like a, it was someone that's been crying their whole life and asking for help in silence and not no one giving a fuck. And it's just a spectacle, which goes back to like that whole, the whole thing with the Jordan, Jordan Peele. Like we like to watch, but we don't like to involve ourselves. You know what I mean? So like, and at the end, you know, he suffered because what happens behind closed doors? We don't know. We see facades all the time. And then we find out that like you had 15 of your kids fucking chained to the basement and they couldn't leave the house and you were, but you look like a fucking yay family. Like, so like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. What like one person that you depend, especially parental trauma and like abuse is so like, fucked up that like this I can see this is it's it's a crazy telling of like <laughs> you know like visualizing like that cause and effect which is hmm. like insane to me I I agree it just I mean it it's I don't know it, I don't know. I, I I'm trying to think of a different way to say what basically what you just said because I, I mean we I'm sure we've all dealt with bad parenting from time to time growing up yeah. but little things will just affect your life for the rest of your life yeah you know and so it was just enough things built up and that was it yep. but she was obviously an evil evil person if this all was a, you know a setup the whole time yeah. but i don't know it was it was great i loved it yay <laughs> yay ryan Good choice to get us to watch this because it's been, like I said, it's been. Dude, they had me a fucking. Dude, that's, if Joaquin's in it, I'm gonna fucking watch it. Yeah, I fucking love this dude's career. I had to sneak to. I had to get. I had to get a little dick sucking in here. Yeah. Um, God, I love this dude because he does not make movies often. Not that he. Not that it's like fucking ten years in between them, but yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. else is just cranking shit out, trying yeah, to be yeah. in everything. This dude picks and chooses what he's in very precisely. And at first I was like, Joaquin Phoenix and Ari Aster, like what the fuck? But then yeah. watch the movie and I'm like, I completely understand why Joaquin Phoenix would want to be in something like this. Like it ran, that dude was at a 10 yeah. for the whole fucking dude, movie. It was like, was... Jo it was like Joker. It was beyond, I thought it was beyond Joker level because mm. he just like, and that's, it was, it's it was yeah, I just I do I his do. acting ability like just wows me. Yeah. Like it was the whole thing, like, you know, calling like just something simple as the Franklin phone call of like, hey, my keys got stolen, like, I don't know, to like <laughs> like come on, like we'll figure it out. Like tr the people pleasing from like frantic to people pleasing, like the switch on that. He's some, so fucking nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, like, you know, <sighs> Yeah, it's, you know, I don't know, man. I definitely recommend the fuck out of this movie. So, 
Don't yeah. watch it too high. No, don't. <laughs> don't watch it too high. Um, and watch it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, a couple times. I'm definitely gonna. This I honestly feel like this is a movie you could watch many times and just always catch something yeah. else. I want. It's a movie that I, I want to watch my other friends watch. Yeah. Oh and shit! Did you know that? Do you know that? Uh, I didn't know that. I was just looking at his Wikipedia, and he was born in Rio Piedras, Puerto Rico. Who was? was uh, is he really? Was he really born the same year as me? Uh, seventy-four. Joaquin. Yeah. And the movie also raised. He was also raised in a cult. Yeah. His other name is Leaf Phoenix. Yep. They were raised in like one of those hippie new age cults. Yeah, but he's Puerto Rican, bro. I mean, he was born in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rican than me, bro. <laughs> More Puerto Rican than me, I can tell you that. I'm not Everybody, even everybody's more Puerto Rican than you. Yeah. Hey. Hey, 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 you will never be Puerto Rican. Remember uh, that uh, <laughs> that shit he did uh, with uh, what's his name, um, Little Affleck. What was that movie called? Uh, I'm here. I'm here or some shit. Oh, uh, I'm still here. Was that the one where he was talking like, about crazy? Where, where he was like, he's like gonna be a rapper. Yeah, that. Yeah. We had the fucking hair and the big beard. That was a big fuck you. Like, during that time, like, people were like, has he lost his mind? And yeah. he's just going on yeah, talk yeah. shows and just sitting there and not saying anything. Oh, yeah, no. He's, that dude is a, he's a, he's an artist. Yeah. So. I hate saying that about fucking actors, but that dude. But there's a difference. We know certain, this. Certain actors, you can say that yes, about. Yes, there is a difference. Uh, what's, uh, uh. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. The, Dan, uh, Gary artist. Oldman. Artiste. Yeah. Dude, Gary Oldman, you blew my fucking mind. Let's talk about this real quick before we wrap up. Gary Oldman, you blew my mind. I didn't know he played a little person ever <laughs> in my life. Tippy toes. It's on my plate. He didn't believe me it was real. Bro. Really? Yeah, I was play? like, is this like, is this is like, no. And it was like, Matthew McConaughey. Fucking, and then it was like, Gary Oldman. I was like, what? I couldn't even recognize him. <laughs> He was when so they like, show him when they show him and he's fucking clearly on his knees, dude. I was like, "What the? F when did this movie come out?" I was like, "I love if you watch if you watch the trailer when they because you know they're clearly like walking in like yeah. a trench or something." Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you watch Old Man, he's going at it so hard that he's got like a, he does like a hobble. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. a little person with his but he's, arms, but and he's slightly and taller than the other little people, which is a dead giveaway. And then Peter Dinklage, yeah, you know he's kicking himself now, like I betrayed my people. Yeah, I want to say that he actually like refuses to talk about that movie. Who does? Yeah, Peter. It's considered one of the worst movies ever, dude. I I learned about it because uh your mom's house, and um I had to I had to find it. So oh my like, god, when I supposedly he yells like, I'm a little or whatever it was okay in twenty the two thousand three yeah. M word. Yeah, the M word. Uh. You know, <laughs> like that was a thing, and I was like, "There's no way, bro." And you know, she's like, "They're midgets. They're dwarves. <laughs> there were dwarves." But it's like, all right, uh, but yeah. So it was Gary Oldman, Kate Beckinsale, bro. She's older than shit. Patricia Arquette, Matthew McConaughey. He's a tall dwarf, and the premise of the movie is that he's scared, just like Bo. Of busting yep. nuts, dude. I read, I read the, I read, I read, I read the premise of it. Matthew McConaughey's the bad guy. Yeah, 
is. in the movie. Like, he's the asshole. Gary Oldman's, like, the fucking, like, the sweetheart. Yeah. He's, so Beckinsale's probably going to end up with Oldman. In the well, end. that was the whole thing. It was like, it's a love triangle, brother. Well, we haven't watched it yet, have yeah. we? No. Let's watch uh, it. So it says, uh, <laughs> but uh, there's a director's. That seems like a movie to be high and watch. There's a director's oh, cut. There's a director's cut. Oh, my so, God. Supposedly what we saw or what I haven't seen it, but what the general, what the general populace saw was, uh, uh, the meddlings of, uh, studio houses. And that's why it's been painted. So they made the midgets. As so this would work better if they were midgets. Um, <laughs> it's uh, panned as one of the I said it. Midgets. midgets. I said it. I'm curious to how long the director's cut is. Cause I don't know which one I have. Uh, I don't know. But uh, the uh, the guy that ended up getting fired from the project was like, that fucking is not the movie I made. And Peter Dinklage went as far as says like, the cut I saw was beautiful. <laughs> Once in the theaters. Oh yeah, it was, it was like bullshit. three hours long, right? Yeah, it was like it's bullshit. <laughs> and they fired him when they found out what the yeah. movie was. Yeah. <laughs> so like, no, we're we want to laugh. It's called fucking tiptoes, bro. What is this fucking? Worrying about why, why like is genetics. Gary here? <laughs> yeah, that was dude. That's what blew my mind. I was like, this trailer. There's like forty little people with a Gary Oldman walking around. <laughs> Gary Oldman in to audition for this because it the trailer goes fucking Academy Award winner Gary Oldman <laughs> like, <laughs> as a midget. Is little it'll biddle. I was like, holy fuck. But anyway, he really wants to try to play everything. I was like, bro, this dude played a Jamaican in fucking, what was it? True, True Romance. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Fucking a Dracula. Played, played like four different age ranges of Dracula. Yeah. Uh, he's the uh, fucking, he's the bad cop in the fucking. The professional. The, the, the professional, oh, the coked God. out fucking. And, and I was like, because I, I, I showed up my oldest, I was like, can you do can you recognize this guy here he's like no i'm like because you know brought him up to i was like that's commissioner gordon that's Commissioner Gordon. did you know i thought gary oldman was the age he is now back in the day because he never played himself yeah really yeah i I thought he was an old man in the 90s anyways we're done yeah we're done done. bo is afraid and then watch tiptoes and then watch, get clean, high and watch tiptoes to, to clean the, the one palette. It, the one that's on my Plex is uh, an hour and thirty. Okay, so that's the that's the regular cut. It sounds like plenty of time for a brownie to work <laughs> its way through. Oh man, uh, shit. Good if you if you're just tuning back in, the spoilers are over. Yeah, spoilers are over. Uh, and we talked about penises. We. we yeah, penis. Gary Oldman is. A, oh, is speaking a of speaking of penis, wrap it up, right? Wrap it up. Want to wrap it up? Um, I forgot the the whole the whole. Yay! It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Uh, Check yeah. out all the other shows on the network. Yeah, no, like no, this one and that one, and, <laughs> and others, and other shows. But uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram at that strange show. Uh, and then uh, just give us a little follow and subscribe on the uh, streaming platforms. And uh, Kevin, yeah, uh, Wicked Horror Show. Uh, it's uh, Angels on there uh, every once in a while as well. Yeah. And uh, live Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Facebook and YouTube. 
And uh, then uh, I'm also on Black and White Freight, which is fun. And then there's another show that's finally going to happen. But uh, yeah, I, heard about, I, heard, I heard about it. I'm not going to say that. And I'm not going to say what it is until it actually happens. Yeah. So, and Ryan's been on the Wicked Horror Show. Yeah, he has. As, he was a guest. As Sharp Object. Yeah. Yeah. His, his alter ego. Oh, yeah. Sharpie. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, listen, music. Listen to the listen to the band. I don't fucking care. Listen yeah. to the music, please. Listen to the music. Oh, listen to the band. There's fucking better stuff to watch on Netflix than that. Oh no! Go, go watch. I think you should leave season three again. Dude, so good. Again. So good. And then uh, hit up Tubi for that swamp thing. There bye you go. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. She's naked.